Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator, featuring stories and articles on current topics, equipment reviews, investigative tips, and practical advice for the professional investigator. Don't miss a single issue of PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. Use this show's promotional code for your special discount at PIMagazine.com. Subscribe today. Use promo code NANCY for your special discount. That's promo code NANCY. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. It was chilly in February, the night that Haley Cummings goes missing from her father's Putnam County home. He was at work, clocked in, airtight alibi, at least 30 minutes away. At the time, his daughter seemingly disappears into thin air. So what happened to this beautiful little girl, just five years old, when she goes missing, Haley Cummings? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us, with me, an all-star panel to help break it down and put it back together again. 
Where is Haley? Is Haley still alive amidst mystery shrouded with controversy? Still, we look for Haley. I want to go straight out to Robin Walensky, WSB radio reporter who was on the case. Robin, tell me about the night Haley disappeared from her father's home. Well, she was five years old, an adorable little girl. And the, the woman who was there, Misty, who was 17 years old, this was her father's girlfriend. She was in the house. Her little brother was in the house. And reportedly, there was a cousin there. What's so troubling is that Misty, who was in charge of this little girl, told police various stories, Nancy. She was sleeping in bed with me. Oh, no, she was on the mattress on the floor. Oh, she was wearing a pink shirt. Oh, she wasn't wearing a pink shirt. Totally inconsistent stories. Now, hold on just a moment. I want to follow up on that. Everyone, the tip line for Missing Haley is 386-329-0800. 386-329-0800. With me, Emmy Award-winning investigative reporter and journalist Art Harris. Art, Misty Croslin, who was there at the time Haley goes missing, states that she was asleep and did not hear a thing. Uh, we found out that the back door had been propped open with a cement block that was taken out of the yard. And as to those inconsistencies that Robin Walensky with WSB was just describing, which are all true, Crossland then explains that. She says, well, at the beginning of the evening, she was sleeping uh, next to me, and then she moved to the other mattress or vice versa in the middle of the night and yes she had on a pink shirt but then she changed it when she went to the bathroom uh, maybe she wet it I don't know but she tried to explain away those circumstances it seemingly changed Art Harris at the beginning the dad is it an airtight alibi Misty told me and has said several times she got up heard a noise about 3 a.m went out to see maybe Ronald was coming home early, uh, but she had call, she called him when she found Haley was missing. As you said, the door was propped open. Suddenly, Ronald drives up um, from work about, you know, early in the morning, and she says, you know, I've been trying to call you 30 times, but you didn't answer. Um, so there is, there is a question here. He, she says he wasn't all that upset, but then, of course, he changes and accuses her of doing something uh, with his daughter. Why weren't you watching her? We've heard all the accusations go back and forth. And law enforcement has, has been focusing on, of course, Misty, the last person to be with her, uh, and trying to get her to give up whoever else may have been involved. Well, it's interesting that she says, Art, that she woke up at 3 a.m. that night. In a real, really odd twist, Mark Class with me, who knows only too well the pain of missing a child. Mark, the founder of Class Kids Foundation, victims advocate. Mark, I want you to listen to the dad, Ronald Cummings, uh, with Misty, the girlfriend, on the NBC Today show a day after they married. Listen. Haley disappeared a little over a month ago, and since then, you've spoken to the media, you've taken a polygraph test, both of you have, opened up your to us to see um, where Haley lived, give us a better sense of her. None of that 
could have been easy for either one of you. What, so why did you want to come here today? What are you hoping to accomplish, Ronald? Today? Uh, to get the focus back on my daughter is missing. My five-year-old girl is gone, and I want to find her. Where do you think the focus has changed when you say get the focus back on her? I think they've changed to my personal life and being married and everything else when they should be focusing on my five-year-old daughter. Do you think the police have done an adequate job searching for her, Ronald? Are you comfortable with the job they have done so far? So far. You are? Yes. Have they said anything to you about any possible leads at all? Nothing. Uh, Michelle just referenced the, the, your son, uh, your four-year-old son, and the fact that he said that somebody, a man dressed in black, had taken Haley out of the, the trailer that night. She disappeared. Did he tell that to either one of you, Misty? You were there at the time. Did he say anything to you at the time? Mm -mm. Nothing. Nope. Me either. No. I think this is some of the garbage that Geraldo and Crystal, the mothers, made up, but I'm just going to leave that at that. Oh, so you don't even believe that Ronald Jr. said this at all? I don't know. I wasn't at home. I was at work. You were at home. You, I, can't, I yeah. can't tell you honestly. Well, you were there, Misty, and I know um, when Ronald just said that the focus has been removed from, from his daughter, the little girl mm -hmm. that you also care very deeply for, to other people. A lot of the focus has now been on you and the police saying that you walked out of a, of a meeting they were having with you, uh, walked away. Why? What happened? You stopped talking. Tell us what happened. Something must have upset you. There was a new um, guy that was new to the case, and I didn't feel comfortable with him. He was just being very rude to me. And I told John Merchant and the state attorneys I would talk to them, but I wasn't going to talk to the what other What was guy. he doing? What was he saying? He was just like being rude, like yelling and pretty much telling me I'm a liar. So he was accusing you of lying to him. Yeah. Let me. Let's go back After through. Passed polygraph. After passed polygraph. You both and you both clear. They said to you, you have passed the polygraph mm -hmm. test. Absolutely. I think part of the problem has been, Misty, that there has been a certain number of inconsistencies, inconsistencies, or what's perceived to be inconsistencies, because you first said that Haley was in bed with you, then you said she was on the mattress next to you. This is an opportunity to clarify. You've had time to think through what happened that night. Can you walk us through it one more time, Misty, your best recollection of what happened the night Haley disappeared? Well, I put her to bed at 8 o'clock. I was washing my blanket, uh, our blankets, and after that was done, I put her blanket over her. She was sleeping when I put her blanket on her. Was she in the bed? That she you... was in her bed. Her bed. In her bed. And Junior was in the bed with me. And it was about, I don't know what time, about 10 o'clock. I finally lay down and went to sleep. And I woke up at 3. And I noticed, the, I got up to use the bathroom, and I noticed the kitchen light was on. So I walked to the kitchen, and that's when I seen the back door open. So I went back to my bedroom to grab my phone to call Ronald. And that's when I noticed Haley was gone. And so you called Ronald, and then Ronald, did you come home? He, I was going he in, was the driveway. in the driveway. At, a, at shortly after three o'clock in the morning, you're saying? Yeah, I was pulling in the driveway, just home from my shift at work. So why were there? In, help, help me out, Misty. Why were there inconsistencies? Why did you say one thing one time and one time the other? One thing the other. Um. <laughs> I don't know. But you but you know you did do that. Yeah. And you're not sure why. No. Yeah.
And then yesterday, you guys got married in the midst of all this. Why was that an important thing, Ronald, for you to do? I don't know. I think that my little girl would have wanted it. I would have rather her have to have been there. So obviously when we get her back, we will do a much larger, better wedding. But um, we're just, that, that's still drawing the focus off of Haley. We need to be focused on Haley and not what I'm doing in my personal life. But can you understand why some people might be confused by it, or do, do you accept that, or? I don't understand why it's any of anybody else's business, to be honest with you. Nobody's business what I do in my personal life. I go to work. I support my family. I don't know what my personal life has to do with national TV. My daughter is missing, and that's what has to do with national TV. We need to get my daughter's face back on TV and get her found. She care very much for Misty? Yes, absolutely. Is there anything else that you would like to say at all in case somebody is out there who might know something? Um, if you know something, please call the Crime Stoppers or the any local sheriff's office. And if my little girl is watching, baby, I love you. And Miss Day, as you sit here, do you believe in your heart that they see you as a suspect? No, I don't. I don't either. I talked to the lead detective. His name's John Merchant. And he said? No, he doesn't think that she's a suspect. Okay, you were hearing both uh, Ronald Cummings and girlfriend-turned-wife Misty Croslin speaking to Meredith Vieira, our friend on NBC's Today Show, to Mark Class founder of Class Kids Foundation, who knows the pain firsthand of losing a daughter, Mark Class, of course, the babysitter, girlfriend, now wife, is a suspect. She's the last one there, and she changed her story. Yeah, that's absolutely true, Nancy. But on the other hand, the father, I think, is very consistent with a father who desperately is looking for his child. Uh, he might seem emotionally stunted, but he's he... he he wants to keep the focus on finding his on finding his daughter. Um, I think he's incorrect in saying that people have no business looking into his personal life because I think that that there are mitigating circumstances there. But uh, I, I don't think that he was involved in the disappearance, and I think those questions about Missy uh, are still looming. They are. Now, I agree with you, Mark Class, as I so often do. There is no way Ronald Cummings was involved with this. I have met him many, many times, spoken to him at length about his daughter's disappearance, and I believe he is completely innocent of that. Now, the, the Misty Crossing is a whole other can of worms as far as I'm concerned. For those of you just joining us, the tip line to help find Hilly Cummings is 386-329-0800. Repeat, 386-329-0800. The parents of this five-year-old little girl snatched out of her bed made emotional pleas to bring her home. Hilly Cummings kidnapped from her bedroom early morning hours on a Tuesday morning as she slept right there next to her two-year-old little brother, Ronald Cummings Jr. And what sparked so much interest in the case is someone was actually home at the time, Misty Crosland. Police there 
in Florida and Homosassa, Florida, have launched a massive hunt for her and immediately started tracking down nearly 50 sex offenders who live near her in Setsuma, Florida. That's another issue, Mark Class, founder of Class Kids Foundation. Mark, in this area of Setsuma, it is extremely small. It's about the size of my little community where I grew up, a couple of thousand people. That really narrows down the potential kidnapper. Yeah, there's no question about that. But as far as the sex offenders go, Nancy, you know, there are just short of a million registered sex offenders in the United States right now. And I would challenge anybody to find a community where you're not going to have people living within a mile or two of you that have been committed of some of these kinds of, of crimes. Uh, now, as far as, as, as who took this little girl, th- there's no doubt that who took this child is somebody that was familiar with the family, familiar with the child. We just don't know who that individual was or individuals were or the motivation behind the crime. Take a listen now to the urgent 911 call. I opened and I can't find our daughter. Can't find what? Our daughter. Okay, what's your address? Um, three lanes. What is that? What's the numerical? The numerical, what's that? The, the number? Green Lane? Yes. Okay, when did you last see her? Um, we were just like, you know, it was about 10 o'clock. We were, she was sleeping, like, screaming. Did you know about a recent law that could leave your personal data exposed online for anybody to find? If you've turned on the news lately, you know the Internet has created a dangerous new world. Data breaches expose private information. There's a new cybersecurity threat every other day. And criminals can sell the identity of you and your family on the dark web. It's time you take the power back by using a new website called TruthFinder. TruthFinder allows you to find out exactly what information exists about you online. Have you gotten a speeding ticket, received a lien from the IRS, forgotten about an embarrassing social media profile? TruthFinder searches through millions of public records, puts all that data together in one easy-to-read report. Members get unlimited searches, so you can also look up those close to you and make sure they're not hiding something from their past. You also get free dark web monitoring to make TruthFinder the ultimate tool in identity protection. If your personal info appears for sale on the dark web, you'll be the first to know. Visit truthfinder.com slash nancy. Enter your own name. Get started. Okay, well, we see what last you wearing. Ma'am? We were sleeping. Okay. All right, you said your back door was wide open? Yeah, it was brick, like the brick on the floor. Like when I went to sleep, the door was not like that. Okay, the back it's door, what? listen to me, your back door was wide open. What are you talking about, a brick? Yes. What, what is the brick? It's on the back door, on the, on the stairs, like we have like a walkway. Uh-huh, and there was a brick laying there? Yes, it's still there. They are. We, we got them coming. Tell them we got them coming. They're coming. Okay, what's the color of your house, ma'am? It's blue. It's blue? Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, what what does she look like? How tall is she? Give me some description of her. Oh, she looks like, like long hair, curly, like curls. Long, and curled, what, what color? Oh, um, she's white. Okay, what and color? Brown hair. Brown hair? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think, oh. Okay, how tall is she about? Or how much does she weigh? Do you know that? Huh? About how tall or how much does she weigh? Like, four and five, like, I don't know, like, she's not that tall. Okay, wait, tell, tell your husband we got him coming, okay? Okay. How much does she weigh, do you know? Huh? How much does she weigh? Um, like, 40, 50 pounds, 60 pounds. 40 to 60 pounds? Yeah. Okay, let me get your name and phone number. My name is... So your last name? To Ashley Wilcott, Atlanta Juvenile Judge, founder of ChildCrimeWatch.com, you hear her on the 911 call. That is the babysitter slash girlfriend turned wife. What do you make of it, Ashley? Oh, my God. This one makes me sick because I have no doubt in my mind. I'm telling you, I said it here. She knows what happened to that child. Even if she didn't kill the child, which she might have, she knows. I find that to me, there's no, I've done this such a long time. I find no credibility in that call or the way she sounds. I I just don't believe that she doesn't know what happened to this child. I want you to take a listen to what Misty Croslin and her mother, Lisa Croslin, have to say in a secretly recorded phone call that we got our hands on. And oh yes, they are blasting me because I'm looking into the disappearance of Haley Cummings. Listen. They're recording everything y'all do. I mean, how, how, how can we not see each other? We're, we are not co-defendants. And I think Miss Nancy Grace uh, needs to keep her mouth shut until she knows the facts. What's she saying? All kind of crazy crap. All about you and Haley, and it's bullshit. It is. As soon as they find out what happened to Haley, everything would be different. I know. I can't believe they still believe you. No, I know. It's crazy. It's ridiculous because they got my bond set so high just because of that, and that's not fair. This has nothing to do with it. I know. That's exactly what it is. That's what they think. I'm going to break. There's nothing to break me on, so they need to leave me alone. That was a secretly recorded phone call of Misty Croslin speaking to her mom, Lisa Croslin. You know what? Karen Stark, a New York psychologist, renowned. Joining me, you know, there's the old saying, you're known by your enemies. If you just even listen to that phone call, remember, she's talking to her mom and she's claiming that she's innocent. So that makes me believe when you listen to that, that perhaps she saw somebody. I think that what Ashley said is true. She knows what happened. So either somehow accidentally you know, she killed this little girl or she knows who might have done it. She saw it and she's going to stick to her story. That's what I hear from there. And it's so easy for them to blame you 
because you are really making an attempt to figure out what happened there. And it doesn't end there. They are fixated on me investigating the case. They be, they should be worrying about where's Healy. Listen to this. Yeah, last night on Instagram, she said that y'all are eating better than her, that she found three chicken McNuggets in her car. She just don't even have a clue. Yeah, she's ridiculous. She wished she was eating. We were eating better than her. People in jail don't eat better than Nancy Grace. That's stupid I know. She, ugh. I, I, I can't stand her. All she does is get on TV and runs her mouth. And I would go on her show. I would go on her show, but I would be afraid that I would go to jail. I know, I'm telling you. Because I would tell her just how I feel about her. If it was her kid in there, she would feel the same way. Exactly. So there they are, but this time to Mark Class, Class Kids Foundation founder and victim's advocate. I remember looking at their jailhouse menu one night and uh, what Misty Croslin was having after she had a, a drug arrest. And they were eating something like um, fried chicken and potato salad. I can't remember, but it sounded, and cake, cake, yeah. And it sounded really good. And that particular day, I had nothing but hot tea in the morning. And I had driven through, okay, call me a bad mom. Uh, I don't know where we went. I guess Chick-fil-A and got nuggets for the children. And they dropped some. <laughs> I was so hungry. I ate them off the floor, but I was so hungry. I scooped them up and ate them on the way to work. And I mentioned that they're eating better than me. And, and, and she won't tell me what happened to the baby. That's not right. And so instead of focusing on what can we do now to find Haley, maybe we should A, B, C, or D, they're all crazy because I published their jail menu that night. Yeah, it, it, it's really problematic. I, I remember in our situation, the, the rumors were running rampant um, that Polly was taken as, as revenge for some kind of a drug deal gone wrong because I was supposedly a, a drug kingpin somewhere in the Bay Area. And, uh, you know, that was just sort of the tip of the iceberg. A lot of rumors swirl in, in situations like this. But if you're the parent of the child or if you're one of the principals involved in the middle, you have to do what Ron said earlier when he was speaking to Meredith Vieira. You have to get the focus back on the child and where is the child. You don't dwell on yourself and rumors that are being swirled around about yourself. And another thing, Nancy, is I couldn't eat. When Polly was missing, I couldn't eat. Over the course of the 65 days we searched for her, I lost well over 30 pounds. And I, 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 again, every time somebody would try to change the focus, bring it to something else, it was always, no, 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 this is not about me. This is about Polly. You have issues with me. We'll deal with that after we bring my child home. And that's exactly the opposite of the way Missy is handling herself in this situation. You know, that is really interesting, Mark Class. I didn't know that about you losing weight when Polly went missing. Oh, yeah. I remember after my fiancé was murdered, I lost down to 89 pounds. The smell of food just made me sick. Absolutely sick. Straight out to Art Harris, uh, Crime Stories investigative reporter and award-winning journalist. Art Harris, right now, we still don't have the answer to what happened to Haley Cummings. I want to go back to that night. Now that we know 
the girlfriend, the living girlfriend, Misty Crosland, had been using drugs. Does that change things specifically about who else may have been in that home while the dad, Ronald Cummings, was at work? What's interesting is what came out later. First, I've got to tell you, the first person Misty called before 911 was her mother. And Lisa Crosland told me that herself. Um, and so that raises a question. But after that, Nancy, she began having some memories of a dream. Do you remember that? And her lawyer told me that, in fact, she was hiding under a blanket and recalled some shadowy figures in the house that night. And she was totally frightened and held on tight to the little boy under the blanket and doesn't know what happened to Haley. But somebody came in and she knew it. And she told police later that that was the next story that unfolded. Art Harris, what did, am I hearing correctly? Because this sounds just like O.J. Simpson's dream, where he dreamed about what happened to Nicole Brown, his dead wife, and Ron Goldman. I've had so many defendants that have a dream. So they're either killers or they're clairvoyant, Art Harris. That's right. Well, what later happened is other people were determined to have been in the house that night, including her brother, Tommy Crosland. And, you know, the story that unfolded was that someone had a grudge against the father because they had a gun. He had a gun they wanted and in, in lieu of paying back some money that was owed. And so they came to the house that night and looked for this expensive machine gun, which what they couldn't find, and took Haley instead. And that was a mystery cousin out of Tennessee. The story has been debunked since then. But there were other people in the house that night, and police have suddenly begun to focus on them at the time anyway. So you have a family that is covering up for each other. Well, I mean, that story, though, Art Harris, that some cousin came looking for his gun, that that's BS, because if that were true, that cousin would have been tracked down and dragged back to the jurisdiction, and the truth would have come out. So does some unknown cousin looking for a weapon sounds like BS to me. However, what you're saying about it proves other people are in the home sounds true. And I'll tell you what sounds like another load of BS is her having a so-called dream. Art Harris Art Harris investigated the case thoroughly right alongside the police. Take a listen to what Haley's relative tells Art Harris. Tell me about Haley. Haley is a very precious little girl. She is grandma's angel. Daddy's heart. Um, she's tiny, she's petite, she loves to sing, she loves makeup, she likes to play dress up, she loves to color and paint, she is very good at school. Uh, wow, there are just so many amazing things about Haley. What are some things that you look, you really like doing with her and she like doing with her grandma? And what does she call you? She calls me grandma, yeah. And we love to paint together, and she likes to get in all that water paint. We love to do makeup, because she can make me look like a clown, and I don't care. <laughs> she loves to paint my nails, because she paints from one end to the other, and, and that's fine with me. Tell me, explain, 
your support. I can easily explain that. I have never seen my grandchildren more happy in their lives than they have been with Ronald and Misty. They are ecstatic. They are always smiling. They're always playing. They are, to me, it, it was an extreme joy to see them like a little family, always doing things together. My babies loved her. I mean, they absolutely wanted Ronald to marry her so she could be mommy. You've met a lot of Ronald's uh, girlfriends and fiancés and other. How does Misty rank in your mind? Uh, to my knowledge, Ronald's only ever had one other fiancé. And uh, some of the girlfriends, Misty is at the very top of the list, I can tell you that. Absolutely. She takes better care of the children than anyone I've seen with them. Um, they love her. Um, but you just cannot, you would have to see it to actually enjoy the, the it, it touches your heart how happy they all are together. You know, I can't help but wonder, Robin Walensky, WSB reporter, does that relative know about the drugs? Uh, definitely not. It sounds like a lot of nonsense to me. It sounds like a big cover-up. I'll tell you, Nancy, this, this case, having lived in Florida during the Casey Anthony trial, this what could have happened here is that Misty, maybe maybe the little girl, three years old, acted up. Maybe she hit her, hit her in the head. Maybe she had a brain bleed. Maybe she died. Maybe she got into mommy's drugs or, you know, a prescription, something that could have been in the, in the closet, passed away, and it was a whole cover-up, just like in the Casey Anthony case. I think that all these mystery figures coming in and out, I, I think that's one nice theory, but I think it could be much simpler. I think it could be Misty either hitting the child or the child, you know, o overdosing on something, and the, the rest of it is all nonsense and a cover-up by the grandmother. Robin, you know, you have something there. Sources were telling me, Bizarre Harris, that when Misty took the children to a clinic and the little boy was not very cooperative, she would kind of violently yank him along and uh, was yelling. So there was another side of that, and the fact that they were doing drugs, it shows that there was that brittle, uh, you know, tense side that perhaps they had when they were coming down off off these drugs or was strung out. Five-year-old Haley Cummings goes missing in her Florida home. The case still open with me. Mark Class, Ashley Wilcott, Karen Stark, Art Harris, and Robin Walensky. Take a listen. Many of you have been asking, where's Haley's mom? Take a listen to what the mother, Crystal Sheffield, tells me on HLN. Ms. Sheffield, what are the police theories right now? What are they telling you? They haven't really told us nothing like they're just they just said they're going to keep searching they haven't found anything or how often crystal sheffield do you see her and why does she end up being with him i see him every two weeks i pick him up on friday at six and return him on sunday at six when me and ronald split up I had the children with me and I didn't have the heart to keep them from him and I let him come get them and he was supposed to return them to me and he never did and then he went to the courthouse and filed for temporary custody 
and the first court date was sent out to an address in Jacksonville and it was a bogus address. I never lived there. So I missed that court date. And then when we went for the custody hearing, they just, I feel like they just blew me off. But they said they gave him custody because it was the best interest for the children. So it seems to me to Mark Class, founder of Class Kids Foundation and child advocate, this little girl never had a chance. Nobody was watching out for her. Well, that's exactly what we were all saying at the time, Nancy, is that Haley Cummings was a little girl that, that never had a chance. I mean, she was just surrounded by a culture that really didn't give her an opportunity to succeed in life. There were too many obstacles in the way. There were all the dysfunctional relationships. There were all of the drugs. There was all of the poverty. And it was just an untenable situation for a five-year-old girl to try to navigate and and lead a productive life. To Art Harris, Art, do police believe that she could still be alive? Sadly, Nancy, all the indications are is that she is not. Uh, it has been declared a homicide, and we have heard other stories about what happened that night and that she may have been put in the river, if you recall, and uh, by those shadowy figures. And one of the people who knows uh, is supposedly her brother, Tommy Crossland, um, who uh, also has come under great suspicion. His house was searched, and a mysterious yellow rope was found in his car that some believe had to do or played into uh, the the night's uh, uh, nefarious activities. Now, I don't know if you want to go back to what happened the weekend before, but that's something to talk about, too. Sure, go ahead. Leading up to that weekend, leading up to her disappearance, Ronald and Misty had uh, been having words, and in fact, physical altercations. Misty told me that she was really fed up, and she left. She walked away, only to be picked up by a girlfriend named Nene, and they went off and partied with a guy who I interview on my website, artharris.com. His nickname is White Boy Greg, who tells me they did drugs that weekend, and when she went home, she was pretty strung out, and Ronald was angry. So when she took the kids to school the next day, um, they were late, number one, and she looked very distraught. Uh, and, of course, if you were home and you had been coming down from drugs and the kids are, ba- are nagging you, you don't know what happened. So flash forward that night is when Ronald comes back and what has been going on during the day, we don't know. But we know Misty is back from her revenge romance and he cannot be very happy. So we know that there was a lot of upheaval within the home Correct. just before she goes missing. Karen Stark, renowned New York psychologist, how does that play into her disappearance? Well, it makes you realize, Nancy, that there was so much chaos and um, tumultuousness surrounding her. And in, in children, what you need more than anything is structure and discipline and knowing that Certain things are going to happen at certain times. They're not capable of understanding 
all of that confusion. And it just makes you realize that things were, it was sort of gathering to be a perfect storm. Take a listen to what Ronald Cummings tells me on HLN. Mr. Cummings, you and your family are in so many prayers across the country right now. Please tell us what happened when you got home from work that night. I believe it was around 3 a.m. Actually, it was about 325, 327. Okay. And I pulled into the yard, and my girlfriend opened the front door, and I already knew something was wrong because she's not up at this time. Um, she told me, I said, what are you doing up at this time? She said, uh, your back door is wide open and your daughter's gone. What is her description what scenario took place? She got out of the bed and went to use the restroom and came back to find that my daughter was not in bed with her. Okay, what and time the did the back she... door was wide open and she was, and she was gone. Uh, Ronald, what time did she put Haley to bed? She puts him to bed every night. At eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. When she put and when she put her to bed at eight o'clock, did she also put to bed the little four-year-old boy? Yes, she did. Okay. What time did she go to bed? Um, approximately ten thirty, eleven. Ten thirty, eleven. At that time, was little Haley in the bed asleep with the brother? Yes. And they all slept together in the same bed, correct? Yes. So sometime between 11 p.m. and 3.30 a.m., Haley goes missing. Now, did she call 911? No, she did not. Uh, not until after I was there. She tried to call me, but I was pulling in the driveway, so... I asked her how come she was trying to call me. She needed to call 911, so she immediately called him then. Mr. Cummings, where does Haley's mother live? In Baker County, in Glen St. Mary. What is that, about 150 miles away? Um, I would say approximately 9,200. Now, have you and your girlfriend both taken a polygraph, right? Yes, I have. Passed her with flying colors. Yes, she has. Passed and, her. And you volunteered to do that, and you've been cooperating with police, right? Yeah, why not? Why, why? I don't have anything to hide. I just want my daughter back. Anything that's going to help them eliminate more people is the best thing. Exactly. Mr. Cummings, you said the door was propped open. Describe to me what you saw when you got home. I uh, came in the house and immediately checked all the bedrooms, the bathroom, everywhere just to be sure and walked to the back door. It was wide open. As I walked out the back door, the screen door was propped open with a center block. You know, interesting to Ashley Wilcott, uh, juvenile judge, founder of ChildCrimeWatch.com. I believe, Ronald Cummings, I did from the very beginning. You know, you've always said that, and I he sounds very credible on all the pieces that I've heard and the times that you've interviewed him. Here's what nobody's mentioned, though. I think the other thing to keep in mind is 
I see so many times parents who use drugs sell their kids and they sell them for drugs. And so who's to say that the mother didn't say, oh, here, you can take her, you can have her, you can borrow. She didn't care. She wanted to get high. She wanted her drugs. So she may not know exactly what happened after the child might have been taken from the house, but clearly something nefarious happened and she you know, may have just said, hey, I want the drugs, take my child. We are talking about the disappearance of a beautiful little five-year-old girl, a Florida girl, Healy Cummings. She's never been found. The tip line, 386-329-0800. So to you, Art Harris, where does the case stand now? Well, if you remember, Nancy, what happened, police in Satsuma, Florida, Palat County, put the focus on these, this family and arrested Misty, Ronald, her brother, and charged them with drug distribution. They are now in prison, all of them, in different places, doing a lot of years. Missy got 25 years, tried to get her sentence reduced two years ago, and it's going to stand at 25. Ronald is doing 15 years for trafficking, and so is her brother Tommy in another prison. They are hoping that someone will crack, will say something, and so far nothing that I know of, Nancy. We do know this. Uh, after her disappearance, the sheriff's office released a statement saying the investigation is ongoing, that they have learned uh, through the investigation they've minimized the likelihood that Haley's disappearance is the work of a stranger. And those who know what happened still won't repeat it. Mark Class, I think that's pretty clear. What do you make of it? Well, Nancy, I, I believe that at some point in time, somebody will crack. Remember the, the Holly Bobo situation. It was, it was similar in a lot of ways. It was a rural situation. The people that did it were heavily invested in drugs, and it was only a matter of time before somebody finally cracked, and I suspect that will happen in this case as well. You know, you're right. That happens so often. Karen Stark, I find it very difficult to believe that whoever took or killed Haley Cummings can stay quiet forever. Well, and especially that there are so many people that are in jail. Someone is going to say something to somebody, brag about it, or let people know that they're, they're in on it. And we can only hope, Nancy, that that is what happens. Because so much of the time in this particular story, the focus is on what the personal life was like, the drugs they were taking. And it goes away from the fact that this little girl has been missing for so long. I remember doing the case with you. That was a long time ago. So we have to hope that somebody spills the beans here. And it was a very... Nancy, the other, Go ahead, Art. The other thing law enforcement's up against, Nancy, is the, the players, at least those in this little circle, have proven to be totally untrustworthy. They have flunked, at least Misty has, four polygraphs. Tommy has flunked his. And so you're going to need more than one word or two or three against another. You've got to have DNA. You've got to have a body. You've got to have something that shows whoever is giving up information is worthy of belief and perhaps a reduced sentence by the results. And that means bringing Haley home. 
That is going to be the challenge. To Mark Class, founder of Class Kids Foundation, Mark, the home is very small from where she disappeared, okay? And she was, you know, just feet away from Misty Crosland when she is allegedly taken from her bed. We're talking about five-year-old Healy Cummings, last seen alive at her small home in Putnam County, uh, the small town of Setsuma. So what does that mean to you, Mark Class, as far as who may have disposed of her? Well, a couple of things. Number one, I agree that this has got nothing at all to do with a stranger. This is something that happened within this very small drug-infested community. And secondly, I believe that Misty knew way more than she is is telling. And uh, it's only a matter of time, I'm sure, before she cracks and spills the beans one way or another. The tip line, 386-329-0800. Please help us find... Haley Cummings, Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Did you know a recent law can leave your personal data exposed online for anybody to find? If you've turned on the news lately, you know the Internet has created a dangerous new world. It's time you take back the power by using a new website called Truthfinder. Have you been issued a speeding ticket? Received a lien from the IRS? Did you forget about an embarrassing social media profile? That info may already be online. Truthfinder can help you find it. Truthfinder searches millions of public records, assembling the data together in one report. Members get unlimited searches, so you can also look up those close to you and make sure they're not hiding something. Visit truthfinder.com nancy Enter your own name. Get started. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 